Hello, 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 beautiful listeners. Hope you are doing great and welcome back on this episode of Hackcast. Today, we have Pradyumna Bang with us. He is pursuing B.Tech Computer Science Engineering from Bits Pillani. And he cracked GSOC in his first year back in 2019 at Open Bioinformatics Foundation, where he worked on project based on blockchain technology. And today, we are going to talk about his journey and basically how he started and cracked GSOC in his first year. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into his journey. Hey, Pradyumna, welcome on this episode of Hackcast. It's an honor to have you here. Hello, Ashur. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for accepting my invite. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely great, Ashur. Uh, what about you? Uh, I'm, I'm also doing great. It's just the online classes that like we are burdened with the projects and assignments. Uh, same, and same for everyone I, I, I again i have the pain of like i've not been to college even for once <laughs> same, same here. okay so let's get started with this podcast uh, so first question is for those uh, audience who don't know about gsoc i guess like if the if you're listening to this podcast you already know about gsoc but again for like for a clearance what is gsoc so uh, gsoc is a program by google in which they pair students with uh, open source organizations for three months long summer uh, i guess the duration has changed now but uh, when i gave it in 2019 it was three months long and uh, so mm-hmm. basically you spend the entire summer working on projects that are given by your open source organization uh, and you also get paid for it uh, the stipend varies with countries and it varies with uh, year as well so uh, in my time it was around three thousand dollars, and it gives you a lot of exposure to work on real life projects, and and adds a significant lot to your resume. Okay, so the next question is how and why you decided to go for GSOC. Okay, so uh, in my first year I was introduced in my college with GSOC, and uh, although I I knew about it, I knew the name of uh, GSOC. I I mean uh, I heard it before, but. Uh, I wasn't really sure what the program entails. So in my first year, I uh, a lot of my seniors, my college seniors, have had cracked the program. So uh, I used to talk to them. I used to read blog posts on GSOC, and I thought that the idea of working with an open source organization was pretty interesting. Uh, mm. So that's why I decided to go, go uh, to do GSOC. And uh, so what I did was, as I said, I uh, read a lot of blogs and uh, I watched videos. And I used to email people. I used to, uh, you, know, you know, whenever I used to meet my seniors in, in the mess, I used to ask them uh, how they did it. And plus, I was also involved in a team in my college that uh, developed applications and web, app, web apps, basically, for uh, the college festivals. Uh, so th- it mm-hmm. was a natural platform for me to go. So uh, that, that's why I went for GSOC. Okay, that's great. Like, uh, like, you were kind of introduced to GSOC from the first day you went into the college, right? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Okay, cool. So, uh, you uh, went with Python, right? Yes, I went with Python. So, so the next question is, uh, a lot of people are confused. Uh, in, initially, the beginners key, uh, which language to choose, which language to learn first. So, what are your advice to, uh, like, which language to choose first and go with? And why you, why you went uh, with Python? Okay, so uh, as I said, I was in the college team that developed applications. I was be- I was actually in the 
back end sub team so uh, okay i had to learn python anyways so i i already started learning it so that's why i went with it in gso if you don't know any specific language already uh, c and c++ from school does not count okay so if you don't know any uh, language like javascript or uh, let's say ruby or you don't know go so uh, i would rather suggest you to go with python if you're starting new because uh, there are a lot of applications in machine learning in robotics and uh, so it's basically you it's a one size fits all solution so uh, you won't regret it because you'll have to learn it anyway some someday so uh, yeah. and it is easy to learn as well so i would i would always suggest everyone to start with python if you are already starting new in case you already know javascript if you already know some other uh, other other scripting language then uh, sure you can also start with that uh, the number of projects in javascript and and, and basically all the front end uh, react uh, react frameworks and all those uh, front end javascript frameworks there are a lot of projects in those they have maximum number of projects but uh, there are significant number of projects in python as well would be at a loss if and if you know any language that is fine as well so uh, so basically that would be my advice to if you know already a language go with go with it but if you don't then go with python uh, great so like uh, what do you uh, what do you mean when you say ki learn a language like what kind of projects what kind of frameworks uh, for example in python what would you recommend uh, see for python if you go to my linkedin profile i have written a lot of mm-hmm. blogs uh, yeah. so uh, you i have posted all the training exercises that we give for our juniors in the department uh for uh, mm-hmm. you know to get them started with python this is what mm-hmm. i used to learn python and this is what a lot of future people will also use to learn python and it's one method so basically what we do is you start with a book uh, it's called learning python you get a pdf online okay, okay. Uh, it's pirated i'll suggest you to buy the book but uh, uh-huh. uh, so you start reading it okay so uh, what you do is you start with basics the variables the list you just quickly skim through it if you are mm-hmm. even with a slight slight uh, programming background if you have that background then it would not be a big issue for you to go through that okay yeah so uh, you do that quickly as soon as possible after that you move on to concept of uh, object oriented programming in python okay mm-hmm. uh, so this is completely different from open other other languages let's say in c or c++ that you might have learned in your Uh, school so uh, you'll have to start fresh over here and uh, after the, after uh, going through all the concepts of oop in the learning python book you uh, i have posted on my github i have uh, mentioned all the exercises i have uploaded uh, their solutions i have uploaded the problem statements uh, this is what this is the exact problems that i solved and that gave me a good perspective on how to convert real world problems into programmable solutions like some people struggle on how to like uh, they'll be presented with a real world problem but they won't know how to break it down into concepts and then join them together to form a solution in a programming language so uh, i would suggest them to do that first after that i would ask them to learn a framework now my personal favorite and one of the best frameworks in python is django because yeah. that will give you a lot of power beat web applications or apis or whatever uh, django exactly. is one size fits all solution so uh, that what we do is again i have uh, i have a sep- separate github project for that as well 
all of this is compiled into that linkedin post that i posted just for uh, just for the students who want to learn python and django uh, mm-hmm. so basically that entails uh, going through the django tutorial and the django to- documentation it's a polls app you create a app for polls uh, that gives you a lot of perspectives and uh, after that you do one more project uh, so there's one problem statement and uh, you solve that using django completely using django and you do not take help of a video solution at all you just go through documentation okay so if you do all these exercises you get a pretty good picture of uh, how django and how python works and in in any case in any language the best way to learn is to create something don't just exactly. copy paste the code create something entirely new create some create solution for a problem that you are currently facing yeah yeah so uh, to the listeners i'll attach the link to his linkedin and to the uh, post his uh, pradyumn is talking about on, on in my bio so you can go on hackers arena zero also i'll tag pradyumn on instagram so you can go to him as well or you can contact him on linkedin so moving on to the next question uh, how much time did it t- uh, took you to prepare for gsoc like you were in your first year when when you started with coding and when you started with gsoc see it was a process so basically uh, if you do not have any support from any other department or you don't you are not in a team that creates applications uh, you'll have mm-hmm. to give a lot of it's a, it's a continuous process you can't say that i'll prepare for you know like a month and i'll do it it's not like that you, mm-hmm. you just continuously learn this so much to learn and it's not presented somewhere in a book that you'll just read and get everything you learn by experience yeah. so i learned through experience i uh, i used to get a lot of bugs i went i spent hours going through the stack overflow overflow solutions and uh, mm-hmm. so that's how i got to know how to approach a problem how to debug a uh, debug for, uh, you know debug uh, error and things like that so it's a continuous process you should start at the best time to start is now that's what i would say yeah exactly that's why people say it's better if you're starting early for the gsoc yeah it's better but uh, you know then people ask me the next question is is it too late for them so the answer is no it's <laughs> never late for you even if gsoc is tomorrow the best time to start for it is now today exactly exactly because it's there's no uh, there's no clear parameter on where how uh, early you should start like for example maybe i started a year early but again i wasn't working 24 hours a day or 12 hours a day or even 4 hours a day i was probably working half an hour a day some days right so mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if you start two months early so you'll probably spend few hours a day a couple more hours a day and you'll probably catch up so there's no fixed parameter the best time to start is now that is the benchmark all you need to be is is to be just consistent yeah yeah so my next question i i think you have already answered my next question partially well still i'll ask this and if you want to answer this mm-hmm. so this is a bit big question what would you recommend to someone who wants to get started and where and how to start like if you want to recommend some resource or something like that some youtube channel yeah, or anything so uh, see first you should know what exactly you are aiming for right if your aim is gsoc i wouldn't say you should stop at gsoc because uh, uh, it it's a sense to learn a skill and just for a competition and just throw it yeah. so uh, you probably would want to go into software development or uh, you probably want to be able to create 
exciting new things whenever an idea pops up in your mind so uh, you should have first you should have that thing clear in your mind if you're doing it for gsoc i would for, first thing is to go through the gsoc website okay you should know what kind of projects come over there you should know how exactly does it work you should do your research i i can't tell uh, so it's like a i have an year worth of learning i can't compress it into few words but uh, you'll have to explore different uh, different perspectives of people who have posted their experiences in gsoc you should know when to start when to actually start looking for organization you should know when to start uh, pitching for projects how many projects to pitch for and uh, how like how many projects to write the proposal for things like that and uh, apart from that i would uh, uh, suggest you to start learning a language see if you do not know any any programming language it's impossible to crack gsoc okay so the bare minimum thing is that you should know any particular language be it python javascript or c c++ any language so that thing you should start now and it will give you rewards in future as well it will never hurt you to learn a language okay and uh, and it does not even matter which branch you are in so first and foremost start learning a language second thing if your aim is gsoc read about it third thing is uh, read on what experiences people had maybe talk to a few people and uh, fourth thing is do not consider that it is a it's an extremely tough or extremely you know uh, unapproachable territory i used yeah. to think of it like that i used to think of it like a, a lot a very big deal it's not really it's 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 pretty easy once you have consistent efforts it's not as difficult as je it's not as difficult as as with sat so it's 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 not really that difficult you can do it it's, it's just that you have to put, uh, put hours into it and you have yeah, to be just consistent with it you have to work it. for it it's true for every, anything you know in life Yeah, exactly. you have to work for it that's it and it's not tedious work that i can guarantee great so uh, yeah i kind of agree in fact i completely agree with you it's not that tough as like people have hyped it uh, like i've seen few uh, you know people recently that who have cracked gsoc uh, and they and all of them say the same thing you that you're saying that it, you have to be just consistent and that's Well, and none of them knew everything about the program or organizations they worked with, and they learned it through the process, like with time. Yeah, in in fact, my project. Uh, so, uh, do you have a question for my project as well? In future? Yeah, yeah. Next yeah, question. Yeah, fine. Is... That I'll answer it then. Okay, so like it's, it's uh, as you've mentioned, you have worked on a hyperledger project. Uh, yeah. Based on blockchain technology. So. Uh, my question was how you like how you decided to work on that because it was kind of a tough and it was i think it was completely new to you um and yeah. this question is for the beginners ki uh, like whenever a beginner visit to the gsoc website and they see the programs they like okay i don't know this i don't know this i don't know the uh, technologies this organization is asking about so how so like your recommendation how would someone choose their organization or project see what it why you chose your uh, particular yeah, hyperledger yeah. project so i chose two projects okay uh, i would al- mm-hmm. always suggest everyone to go for two projects that's all you can manage don't go for three okay mm-hmm. and uh, so i targeted two projects and uh, those organizations were both selected those projects were both selected uh, so i applied applied to them one was uh, 
a very familiar project that was in flask flask is also a framework like django it's it's pretty similar if you know django you can really get flask quickly uh, yeah. another project i i was just scrolling through it and there were no applicants so i i just saw i just, I just wrote an email there it so the project was led by a professor professor carlos uh, so uh, he's in university of rosario uh, so i i just uh, you know i just um, emailed him and i used i asked mm-hmm. him uh, how should i start I, i don't know about this i just know python uh, how do i start so so he gave me a lot of pointers uh, he gave, gave me links to tutorials i just followed them i i, I set up the uh, the entire environment on my local computer uh, so okay. i was extremely lucky see this is one thing uh, the title of the project was you need to use hyperledger composer and hyperledger fabric to deploy a blockchain for a, an open science journal right so this is, this is very uh, intimidating t- title so nobody applied to it all the projects exactly. which had you need to create this web application you need to create this website you need to create this application uh, there were hundreds and probably thousands of applicants but there were literally yeah. two applicants for this project because it looks so scary i i wasn't really sure even what hyperledger means but yeah. i just asked and it wasn't tough at all it was just process uh, you can get it so don't get intimidated with uh, you know buzzwords and all that is one of the learning so uh, in this project i was extremely lucky I, i but my most of the contribution before my propo- before my selection stage was in the other project so i really contributed on it a lot it was about an so it was basically creating honey pots so uh, that is another security related projects right yeah. uh, it was it was creating honey pots in raspberry pi so uh, it was a difficult project and i used i contributed a lot to it but uh, as fate would have it i got selected in this i actually got selected in both but uh, uh, since there was no other applicant in this project the other one dropped out so uh, since there was no other applicant uh, the organizations talked among them among themselves and the open bioinformatics foundation selected me right so okay. uh, that's how i got into this project and uh, all my learning was through their doc- official documentation uh, it was through stack overflow and and the project was in javascript i didn't know javascript hmm. okay. so and the 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 most important part of project was not even blockchain it was creating a front end for blockchain right and so here was the biggest issue i did not know any front end frameworks so i had to learn angular on the go like i was working on projects and i was learning angular okay so uh, it was a lot of struggle but i really enjoyed it so if if i don't know angular if i don't know even javascript and if i can learn it on go in like one or two months then certainly you can all as well do it so uh, you know when there is a hammer on your head you learn things very easily so it's so like how you managed like learning blockchain angular and other stuff plus the college at the same time see college was not an issue really because i was uh, doing incremental work and most of my my mm-hmm. actual hand uh, working was in uh, in summer vacations right so gsoc uh, is a summer of code so uh, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, it, it was first year vacations i really didn't have any other job that would pay me 2 lakh rupees so uh, yeah so that's why i did this and uh, apart from that i just uh, Uh, you you know 
if you think of blockchain you just think of all the research papers and all no you don't have to learn everything for your project i i didn't have to first go through a book on blockchain and then get started with the project that would yeah. be incredibly stupid i just had to create an ledger that's it so yeah. i broke it down first what what do i need i need a front end first then i need an api that will uh, you know talk between the hyperledger uh, like the blockchain and the uh, front end application so yeah. i worked on that then i if i needed to learn any concept i used to google it and i mean that was fine it in the simple words you just understand it none of the projects yeah. in gsoc unless they are some in some very reputable organizations like blc or uh, some other uh, blender or etc uh, unless they are that you know of that level of that extreme difficulty they mm. usually projects are easy and they are introductory projects they are not they won't give you load a lot onto you so yeah. it's not really that difficult as it sounded at first for me so like uh, what would what are your suggestions on uh, for the people who are just getting started to find projects or uh, organization that suits them like they are not very much confident about whatever they have learned or they they might have not built that many projects on their own or in any language they have learned see so, so it how... is it is one standard process for gsoc you just go through a list of all the uh, all the organizations that have come uh, in last few years and uh, then you select the ones that have consequently you know uh, which have regularly come for two consecutive years so they have a very high chance of being selected again okay so mm-hmm. you just go through their pro- past projects you find if there is some ve- see those pro- some of most of the projects are not so small that one student would do it in one summer yeah so a student does a sub project let's say they are given a section to work on mm-hmm so the project remains same so what you do is you go there you go go to the github repository you go to the issues section and uh, you go you go through the easier issues so there are issues that are labeled as good first issue hmm. so you just go through that and then you try to solve it okay let's say you know javascript you select a project for javascript you open an issue you see what exactly do they want us to do if you have any first you try your best give your entire efforts if you're completely you know if you're like i don't really understand it at all then you ask those people you comment on the projects and the person who started that issue will solve your problem will he will clarify uh, you know what the issue means to you and uh, so that's how you do it incrementally then you solve another issue that's how you get acquainted with the project and uh, you start solving issues you start sending pull request and uh, when your pull request gets merged that's when uh, that's when you you know get build a rapport with the with the with the maintainer so uh, that's how things work really great great uh, okay so like uh, what are your suggestions for writing good proposals like, there are a lot of doubts among yeah, i have also uh, uh, if you want to refer i have also posted my proposal on uh, my linkedin profile uh, in the about mm-hmm. section it is there uh, mm-hmm. but few pointers are you should it should have illustrations illustrations are the best way to communicate your concepts instead of writing a paragraph okay you should have a timeline that is set to the you know minute details now you it's possible that project takes a different turn as it as it did in my case 
but you still need to do that first uh, timeline that i'll on this day i'll do this this particular function on at that level it should be broken down into okay uh, you should give them a brief overview on how you will complete the project see the what the maintainer is looking is that the person who is submitting a proposal knows how to do how to do this when i say knows how to do this doesn't mean you should be able to code it in one go no you should know logical steps how you would approach the problem in my case i wanted to create a scientific journal with a front end so my my steps were i would first create a front end i would create an api to interface blockchain with the, with that front end the third part would be i would work on the uh, on the blockchain right so i would create the models for the blockchain and all so uh, i i broke it down into these three sections i explained how to how i'll complete them and uh, i mean that was it that's how you write a good proposal it should talk and you should always keep talking with the with your project mentors okay you should uh, but don't trouble them don't you know uh, i it's it's a bit stereotypical but i would say uh, a lot of indian students need to learn this that person is doing his job for free he's not taking any money for it so he doesn't owe us anything right and mm-hmm. you should respect everyone's time and you should know that i've seen people ask very stupid doubts which they could have yeah. googled themselves they have not put any effort yeah. into it if you ask okay. something put an effort into finding it first and show that you have put an effort yeah right so it's, yeah it's like don't uh, like uh, we have been spoon spoon feeding all our like childhood and we are continuing yeah, that no, same process in this also see people will help you but they won't spoon feed you Uh, that yeah. that, uh, that is the mantra really okay so coming to the last question of this podcast any suggestions or advice final uh, conclusion you want to give to the listeners yeah so uh, this is what i said to myself when i was procrastinating during my gsoc preparation uh, mm-hmm. if you don't work today you're not doing you're not going to get selected so if you are feeling anxiety on will i get selected will i get selected but you are not really working on it so the answer mm-hmm. is very clear you will not get selected so unless you are working on it doesn't matter if you are getting stuck doesn't matter if you are making very small steps doesn't matter if your progress is very slow if you are working on it then you will succeed but if you are not working on it doesn't matter how high you aim you will not reach it yeah exactly rome was not built in a day you have to work each and every yes. day yes and it's and, not rocket science second advice yeah, it's exactly. not rocket science and yeah, even rocket exactly. science is doable it's it's <laughs> not something first year student cannot do it's not something that even a good even a 11th class student with a good training cannot do it does not require very high amount of iq and it is not yeah. je do not mix it with that yeah and exactly uh, yeah yeah, yeah please go ahead please please go ahead yeah so i'm saying the only reason why iits and bit students are able to do it is not because of their intellect it's not because of their coursework it's not because of their college it's only mm-hmm. because their seniors did it so they have convinced themselves that they can do it see if yeah. i if i was in a college where i did not have any senior who did it i would have thought it's not for first year right it's too difficult for a first year right i would have simply accepted it without trying but since i had a senior who did it i knew it is doable so yeah. that's the only place the college contributes and if you are uh, if you think that you're not in you know if you're in a tier 2 or tier 3 college you need to first convince yourself 
that you can do it and that's all you are now at the level of any other student in any other college in the world yeah it's all about the mindset like uh, yeah. i went to my first hackathon in class 11th and there i met a guy who all like who already cracked gsoc in his class 11th itself and wow. like he was working on ml algorithm and uh, it was a 24 hour hackathon and like we were building websites using html css basic html css mm-hmm. js and they, they built two ml algorithm right there in 24 hours and like everyone's like damn they actually made something uh, a bot which was more of a human like the bot replied according to your rep- like it was not just a uh, data filled in but i i don't know i cannot explain that bot because i'm not into ml yeah, or that thing but it uh, the bot replied according to your feeling it, it felt like there was some human uh, sitting there inside the computer and it uh, they were talking so that was amazing so that's the point like it doesn't matter from which college you come what knowledge you have what programming uh, knowledge you have you just have to be consistent and work hard and believe in yourself Exactly. So, with that being said, uh, and a bit of motivation, let's end this podcast. Thank you once again, Pradyum, for being uh, on board. It was an honor to have you. You're welcome, Asha. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, also, to the listeners, uh, I will attach Pradyum's LinkedIn and Instagram in my bio. You and also I will tag him on the post that I will make. You'll probably come here after seeing the Instagram post. So you can follow him on Instagram and you can also uh, connect with him on LinkedIn. So thank you. Bye. See you again. Thank you, Ashwin.